American, this is Mikey Fresh here. Uh, in this installment of a Taco American, I will be talking a little bit about. Um, I saw uh, as of when we're recording this, um, Th- Thor: Love and Thunder has come out, and I was able to watch it last night. Um, in regards to that, it, it, it's. I know there's a lot of uh, people talking about how it, the, the reviews on that um, movie are very mixed. Uh, and I can understand why, to be honest with you. Um, unfortunately, uh, there's some people out here thinking, you know, some people are shills for uh, Marvel. So whatever Marvel comes out with, they're going to like be all in for it. And um, whatever movie comes out in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, or a.k.a. the MCU, people are going to be like, oh, my God, this is the best movie ever. Every movie that comes out every six months, that's the new best movie ever. And I was never really, for me personally, I was never really a big fan of um, the Thor movies. Um, I thought they were cool. I mean, um, the first Thor movie, I don't think I've ever seen. And uh, Dark World, which I believe was the second one. I seen that one by accident, you could say. Um... But then Ragnarok was probably the first one I saw. Like, I literally, I don't even know if I, did I see? I think I saw that movie in a movie theater. And um, I liked it. It was a really good movie. Um, I think I've mentioned on this show before how I enjoyed it and how I liked the fact that Thor went from being an extremely serious character in which, you know, um, you know he, he was like stoic. And I mean, I understand he's the God of Thunder. That's, you know, when people see him in the comic books, that's what they thought. Um, I liked how Ragnarok Ragnarok changed that and on throughout. Um, I think Love and Thunder went a little too far with a lot of the um, hijinks and the wackiness of of Thor. Um, The funny thing about it is I think Mighty Thor played a better Thor than actual Thor. So uh, she had her own little wackiness, but she was more serious at most of the time as opposed to Thor, who was like off the wall most of the most of the movie. Um, He it seemed like Thor kind of spoke in like catchphrases, phrases, um, which was a little weird, Um, like. I think the problem is what happened was uh, when Ragnarok and Guardians of the Galaxy and Endgame and all those other movies that we saw Wacky Thor and even What If, What If took Wacky Thor to like to the party Thor and it's cool, I guess. Um, But in a situation like this in which um, something major happens and you have uh, Gore, the uh, God Butcher, in the movie, you need to be a bit more serious than, you know, constantly cracking jokes and everything else. There's, I mean, there were sections in a movie that it made sense and it was funny and it was great. But then other parts where it wasn't supposed to be serious, 
you had Thor cracking jokes and doing this and doing that. And to me, it was just a little too much. Um, I, I mean, I liked the movie up until probably the last 20 minutes. The last 20 minutes of that movie, I was not a particularly big fan of. So, um, and it, it really came down to like how they ended the movie. And you saw how they're going to end the movie when, when you got to like the hour 30 mark, because the movie's less than, it's a little less than two, two hours long. Uh, the hour 30 mark is when you were like, oh, okay, this is where we're going to go with this. Um, did I like that per se? Not particularly. Um, I thought it was a little too predictable. So, and uh, I was like, eh, this is not, this is not going to be fun. But um, uh, I just, I just, I just can't with the the way it was just. I don't know. It was like, I don't want to spoil anything for anyone who's about to see this movie, especially today or tomorrow, because this uh, show will be released today. But um, I just didn't like how the movie ended. I mean, there are two end credit scenes. There's one right after the uh, showy credits, and then there's another one shortly after. Um, the first end credit scene is, you know, it's... You know, both end credit scenes are good. They kind of foreshadow kind of some stuff that's going to go down. But um, I'm not going to spoil any of that for anybody. Um, if you're a fan of Thor, you're going to like them. Uh, I don't know. I just I just couldn't get with couldn't get down with how I don't even understand why they ended the movie that way. But for the most part, I like a lot of the stuff that was going on in the movie. Um, I would say the first hour of the movie, I like I watched that like nonstop. Um, it was great. Um, and then when you got into the second half, the second hour of the movie, because like I said, it's like two hours. It's like two hours and five minutes long. Um, I was just like, uh, you could start seeing where this was gonna go, and for me, it was like, oh, okay, this is what we're gonna do right now. All right. And then when we got into the last 30 minutes, it was like, it was almost like the last 30 minutes they had to like, they were like from the hour to the hour 30 mark, it was like kind of, you know, it, it slowed its pace, pacing. Cause the first hour was kind of fast paced. There was a lot of stuff going on, a lot of hijink, uh, hijinks, all kinds of crazy stuff going on. The, from hour to hour 30, it slowed down significantly and then it seemed like it like kind of rushed in to the end from the hour 30 to the end of the movie so um i don't know what that pacing was all about but for the most part the pacing of the movie was actually pretty decent but it's weird because like i said from the out one hour to the hour 30 mark made the movie a little longer than it felt because you know it's a short movie by you know mcu standards i mean you had like endgame that was three hours long infinity war that was three hours long i believe um doctor strange 2 was three hours long so to have a short movie it you know two hours no most people would say that should be about as long as the movie should last but 
lately these movies have been like three hours long. So uh, I think there was like a comment in regards to the new Avatar, which is over three hours long. And the guy was saying, you know, you can you can go and take a, a bathroom break in during the movie. It's understandable. So but I was like, that kind of goes. I mean, that kind of goes without saying. But, you know, unless you're going to wear a catheter. I mean, it's going to get to the point where you got to wear like a catheter and, or like a uh, have something that you can go like a porter potty built uh, into the uh, movie theater because some of these movies are getting kind of ridiculous um all and it is it ridiculous though because now i'm thinking about it and i'm like three hours i mean you work for eight hours usually eight anywhere between six to eight hours six to ten hours actually um some people work 12 hour shifts some people work 24 hours some people work five hours three hours is really not that long but we live in a media a media consumption era where things are like six six seconds long 15 seconds long so you get snippets and bites and you got to catch the person at that time so i mean even with this podcast if i do my you know the the analytics tells me this how long this podcast should be or this how long it should be this kind of thing so it really just depends, but I mean, for a two-hour or a two to three-hour long movie, it wasn't that bad. Um, like I said, to me, the disappointing part of it was the ending, in which they had um, it. It placated to the title of the song, the, the title of the song, title of the uh, um, movie. Speaking of songs, though, they had some nice... The soundtrack, I want to see what the soundtrack to that movie is because they had some really nice songs, some songs that I was like, oh, man. You know, it it's it had it had the Guardians of the Galaxy vibe in the beginning. So it had, like, the soundtrack, like, Star-Lord might as well have been doing the soundtrack. So, um... But, uh... In other things, I been looking into um some of the uh i'm actually gearing up to getting uh, my uh steam deck because i ordered one and um i'm supposed to be in the third shipment i think and that's supposed to come sometime it says sometime after october 22nd so i'm like oh okay that sounds like it's a good plan uh i don't know i'm getting just for just to let people know i'm getting the middle grade one i didn't really the it's funny because i was talking to soapbox soapbox jay and he was saying how the low end one the four hundred dollar one is not really worth getting and i'm like i don't know if it's not worth getting to be perfectly honest with you i mean you know um 64 gigabytes yeah that's a low amount but at the same time we have you know it depends on what kind of games you have in your Steam library. Because a lot of people got indie games that don't take a lot of space. I know I I play a lot of uh, city builders or um, city-based building games like uh, Oxygen Not Included and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, these games don't require a lot of space. So 64 gigs, don't get me wrong, is a low amount of space. But you also get access to a memory card, a SD card to use in this uh system so it's not like it's like you're totally without using anything so but i did get the middle grade i didn't feel like the hundred dollar difference between the middle to the top tier is that much of a difference to me i think 
I think the main difference between the two are um, space. One has 256, the other one has 512 or something like that. Um, I could be wrong, but I believe it's 256 to 512. I don't think it's a terabyte in there. Um, am I looking forward to getting this thing? Uh, yeah, I think I'm, I, I think I would get more play out of the Steam Deck as opposed to what I got at an OLED Switch. Because I got rid of that. I sold that to a friend of mine. Um, and... I why I sold it is mainly because I just wasn't playing it. I'm not that big of a Nintendo fan. So the Steam Deck I think would get I get a lot more burn out of it. I don't know how comfortable I would be to leave taking that out the house to be perfectly honest with you, but you know, um yeah, I, I'm looking forward to playing like Oxygen Not Included and some of the games that I usually play on PC on the Steam Deck. It's funny because um certain games don't play on the steam deck uh i i'm uh i don't think i'm almost positive uh fall guys is not a green check mark because if you have steam already and you have a steam library you can go to your steam account and find out which games in your library already either a have a green check mark which means according to them that those games will play on the steam deck with no issue um then there's like the it, the so-so ones that you know they haven't really tested officially but they do still play there's other ones where you have to do a little bit of uh finagling for it to play and then there's other games that just don't play on it and then there's a fifth option where it's they never checked it yet and it's weird because i think fall guys is one of those games that um i don't think it plays on a steam deck which it's really not that surprising because you know it's available on like epic and everything else besides if you want to play that portable you might as well get it on switch but um i don't know speaking of switch uh nintendo has already uh has has uh gave people the okie doke again in regards to a switch pro uh somebody had said they saw online that um nintendo had uh really had uh I think they black uh un they made a unavailable a video for their uh switch OLED and people were speculating, hey, could this be the new Switch Pro? And Nintendo being Nintendo. Nintendo's gonna do Nintendo's gonna Nintendo, you could say. Some people say that. Um No, they yeah, they just they took it off so that they could put on uh the fact that they're gonna have a um Nintendo Switch OLED uh variant um which would be um the splatoon 3 variant i believe that console is supposed to come out the 26th of august and the actual game comes out september like 9th or something like that so people are again people were disappointed i don't i think i've said this multiple times before on the show nintendo does not need to come out with a switch pro Nintendo needs to come out with another console. Now, whether that console, you could say, is a de facto uh, Switch Pro, so be it. But Nintendo does not need to come out with a Switch Pro. We're talking about a console that came out in 2017. So we're, what, we're five years into this console? Yeah, because March 17, uh, March 2017 is when this cons that console originally came out. March of 2017. And um 
we are now in 2022 and we're in the middle of 2022 so i would suspect by next year they'll probably start talking they'll probably start like leaking a little bit about a new um console the switch 2 or whatever you want to call it i hope they don't call it that but um i'm looking forward to that um will that be the switch pro probably not i mean nintendo doesn't really need to do that nintendo doesn't need to make um uh uh a pro model of any console like if you're buying a nintendo console you're not buying it because it it plays in 4k it has 120 refresh rate um it does all this buzz and whistles and everything else you're not buying it for that you're buying it for their games so as long as their games play the way they're supposed to play on that console why does it matter it really doesn't so a switch pro a metal switch uh, a switch with metal casing and all this other stuff 4k and uh, no one plays first of all i'm not gonna say no one plays in 4k because it's that's just me saying that but to be perfectly honest it's rare you find people who play in 4k even pc gamers who could play in any resolution they want don't play in 4k if you're playing com competitively you're playing in like 2k you're playing 1440 or something like that you're playing maybe 1080 if you get the range you get the uh um, frame rate it's all about frame rate it's not about how the games are going to look gorgeous regardless um so it's all about your frame rate now, if you're playing something like Silent Hill or something like that, yeah, you might want to play that in 4K. But as long as I can get a solid um, 60, you know, I would love a 120, 120, 240, hey, you know. But as long as it's 120, 90 to 120, you could say, hey, let's have it. Uh, do I need my Switch to do all that? Not particularly um i mean for me personally i don't really play a lot of nintendo games to begin with anyway i know they're coming out with all these like clones of S super smash brothers but i'm like why <laughs> i'm like why are we coming out with all these clones for what what are we hoping to accomplish from all this so but um yeah that's it for me um you know I, I, thor love and thunder if you go out and see the movie it's not going to be it's not going to be a problem. Um, most people are going to like the movie. Uh, for me, the ending was kind of weird. Um, I'm looking forward to getting a, a Steam Deck sometime later on this year. Uh, I'll probably do an actual video on that. That should be fun. Um, and, uh, you know, some of the other stuff that we got coming down the pipe um, is uh, there's some other things that um i'm looking i'm sorry i'm i'm like going through some stuff on the uh this new um deck which we got which is you know working out great um you know uh, anyone who's a podcaster or aspiring to be a podcaster uh, or anything for that matter live streaming or anything like that i think this uh, device is a really cool device uh for people who don't know it's a zoom pod track p8 and uh there's a p4 but the P4 doesn't have some of the, like the sound pad and all the other stuff that the P8 has. So, um, but um, yeah, uh, I, I would like to thank people for listening to the show. 
some of the things um i know we've been trying to come out we've been trying to come out with more shows um especially um doing video video has been a serious problem uh but uh yeah i'm i'm, I'm so happy that you guys are continuing continuously uh, listening and uh for otaku by otaku thanks for listening guys and peace <laughs>